The You Can't Make This Up podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast, 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On the last episode, you heard this. And I had a student, deathly afraid of dogs, um, did not like them, and I looked outside and I said, oh my goodness, it's raining cats and dogs out there, let's go see. The stories shared on this podcast are all true, but any names have been changed. I'm Dr. Matthew X. Joseph. Are you ready to hear another unbelievable story where you'll likely be laughing or shaking your head or saying, you can't make this up? I am ready. So let's do it. Okay. And so every student from each group, they sent one person up and they had a fly swap. One minute later, Boom! It starts up again with... And then two, he's just been all over my lanyard. He's, he's been touching me. Oh, oh, no. And the shot goes. He starts going off the rails. On this episode of the podcast, we welcome in Chad Ledoon, teacher, doctoral student, and author of Discomfort by Design. He is also part of the Codebreaker family. Chad, I have one question for you. Are you ready? Because here we go. All right, we are back for another episode and having some more connections from leaders across the country. And today I'm extremely excited to welcome in another one of the Codebreaker family, author and award-winning educator, Chad Ledoon to the episode today. So Chad, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And where are we talking to you from? Where are you, where are you an educator? I am in Indiana, um, southwestern Indiana, um, in a little town called Sullivan. Okay, and uh, where you're an educator in a few different uh, levels? Yeah, I started out uh, um, started out teaching at science, sixth through eighth grade in a small school, and then um, focused in eighth grade and some ninth grade biology for for a few years. And now I've had the opportunity um, the last several years to be a STEM teacher and um, a CTE teacher at our local high school. Awesome, what's CTE? Um, career technical education. Um, awesome, all in the so same I'm district? Doing, yeah, I'm doing some computer science and some robotics and some manufacturing. I get to be kind of a jack of all trades. <laughs> you do it all. So you, uh, you've been pretty busy lately. You're in a doctoral program and you have a book out. Tell us about yeah. the book from, from Code Breakers. Um, book is called 
is called Discomfort by Design, and it kind of came about um, due to me seeing my students and myself and my, my, my children um, not ever wanting to put themselves in a position of, of discomfort, you know, always seeking that comfort zone. And um, some things have happened through my life that made me realize that, um, that no matter whether we want to put ourselves in these positions or not, those positions are going to, <laughs> those uncomfortable situations are going to find us in life. And the skills that are um, fostered and promoted through design thinking and design learning are the exact ones that will be put to use during those situations in our life. So it's my hope that um, as many teachers and educators and parents read it as, as possible because um, we know those skills are going to come into play uh, throughout all of our lives. Absolutely, and, and I guess I just have to ask a question for my current role, which is the Director of Curriculum Instruction and, and yourself in a STEM education position in, in COVID or distance learning. What are what have been some of the challenges that you've been able to overcome in this? Because it seems like STEM would be such hands-on and, and not having that. STEM is, yeah, it is. It, it, I would love to say that through all of the manufacturing and robotics that I've been thriving through the um, through the distance and, and virtual education, and it is it's been a challenge weekly um, to be able to try to find ways to get students who are not in the classroom who had been building robotics kits or had been doing on hands-on projects in the STEM room to be able to experience the same types of um, activities and opportunities that those that are face-to-face -face have been. Um, I'd love to say that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm succeeding um, greatly at that. And I think every single week it's a challenge and every single week we try something new in order to try to make it to where students do experience that success and the same opportunity. And every week I find ways that, uh, that I'm not meeting it and ways that I am meeting it. And um, I think, you know, going along with the theme of the book is that you find things that work and stick with them and you find areas of weakness and you work to, um, you work to improve upon those every week. So, you know, you know, for a while I said I was keeping my head above water and we are, you know, we are keeping our head above water. Right. It has been, it has been a constant challenge, just the communication aspect alone trying to get materials to students and trying to um, have them have the same materials as other students and um, different kinds of virtual software and stuff, trying to make it to where everybody has access. It is, it is a constant challenge every single, you know, every single week. I, I can imagine. And um, so reading through some of the work you've been doing, you shared you've been in education a, a while. So I'm sure you have some stories, uh, some experiences that we're gonna make our listeners laugh or shake their heads or just say, you, you can't make this up. No. So, so Chad, I'd love to hear what your story is that is gonna fulfill that need for our listeners so we can continue to laugh together. Well, I'm gonna say this, that, that 10 years ago or 15 years ago, had you asked me to share a story, it would have definitely been um, some kind of success story, you know, one that, that, that was funny yet, yet, yet right. highlighted success. And I think the further along I get in my education, um, career and in life, um, we learn the most from things that um, from things that don't exactly go go as planned. So, yes, um, I've always been a firm believer in student choice. Um, I've always thought that choice was needed and, and motivated students. And I realized um, that just by offering students choices doesn't mean that they are going to um, live up to our expectations. <laughs> Um, of, of what we think they're going to choose, you know, a utopian gotcha. view, like um, they're going to 
they're going to make their own rules and they're going to choose the right opportunities and set their own goals and stuff. Well, a few years ago, um, I, I ran across a, a DIY program and was, um, it was an online DIY program for students to go about earning these specific badges in these like career interest areas. Okay. Uh, like, and for uh, those who don't know what that means, DIY. Um, you know, do it yourself. Kind gotcha. of do it yourself. Well, it was it was kind of like a the way I described it was like an online scouts kind of thing. You gotcha. You put in the effort for these certain projects, and once the once the teacher approved of those projects, then you would earn this badge in this area, you know, in this in this specific field. Makes and sense. so I thought it was a wonderful, you know, I, I've always wanted kids to be able to have the opportunity to choose some of the projects that they worked on. And, um, and I found out what I found out was students don't often live up to their end of the bargain when it comes to um, when it comes to choice. And it's not always their fault. I mean, sometimes they've never been given the opportunity to choose. And I often say, like in the book, I think I said something along the lines of, um, it'd be like me walking into Dunkin Donuts having never gone to Dunkin Donuts before and being told that I could choose whatever I want. Well, I'm probably not going to make the best choices, um, you know, when I've never had the opportunity and right. had, the, had the experience of choosing before. They've just never experienced success through their own choices. So, um, so I had students that were choosing fields such as botany and um, meteorology. They were going to do certain right. projects in those and they were going to um, they were going to, to complete certain projects and earn their badges. And what I found was, um, what I found was a combination of a couple of things. Number one, they didn't put the effort in that I expected them to put in. Um, they, they kind of procrastinated until the very end, right? Um, they, they, they did not put the effort in. And so here's what I ended up getting was like an entomology, you know, where they're supposed to go out and identify different bugs. I had a kid literally during class um, pulling a fly out of the windowsill of the classroom for, oh, his no. unidentified, um, for his unidentified plant, or I'm sorry, bug. Um, I had a kid collect um, gravel from his driveway for his geology project. Um, <laughs> meteorology, I had a kid come in with, and I called it um, the bag on stick project. He, <laughs> he made a wind sock um, out of a Walmart bag that he found in the parking lot and a stick that he had found in the, um, in the, on his way into school. I say walking into school. Yeah, walking into school. And then botany, I had a girl take a picture of her yard um, <laughs> as her unidentified, as her unidentified plant. Um, so what I, what I ended up getting at there was like, hey, something didn't go right, guys. And I initially, Initially, I wanted to um, place all the blame on the students um, because they didn't live up to what I expected of them. So I, so I'm pretty good at at asking, like, hey, what 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 didn't go right, guys? I mean, what, right. what is it that this? So I sent out a Google uh, a Google form and asked them, you know, what 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 fell flat here? Why did? <laughs> and of my 35 students in that class, I had one that said um, that said because I don't know why we're doing this and it seems like a waste of my time. <laughs> and my initial knee-jerk response, of course, was like, well, it's because I said so. <laughs> then I got to thinking that evening, you know, I was like, I, I've always known that to be, a, to be a leader of a classroom, you have to, you have to you know, have them buy into your vision for them and lead with a why. And I didn't really let them in on any, 
any kind of career paths and committing to a process and and learning from uh, learning from a process kind of thing. I just said, hey, this is going to be real. <laughs> just go do it. Yeah, you guys have this choice. You're going to have this opportunity to um, to do all these great things. And I ended up with bag on a stick, you know. <laughs> and so I um, so so afterward, I, I got to thinking about that, and I thought, you know, that's what we've got to do every 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 day is is let students understand that there is a reason. You know, there is a why behind um, behind everything we're asking of them. And and that why can't be it can't be because we want them to pass a, a state test. You know, we have to we have to be giving them things that are, are promoting the skills that we want them to succeed in life. And and it was just one of those um, one of those opportunities to tell them a couple things like you do own your choices. You guys chose right. to 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 not commit to this. And yes, you know, maybe I found my my flaw in the whole process, but but you guys have to you have to have to own your yours as well. There's a reason in life there was a there was a bumper sticker written that says you know, that politely it says stuff happens, right? Right. Uh, but a lot of times that stuff happens because of the choices we make and and how liberating is it to to understand and to know in life that that we do own our choices and that a lot of times um, we can bring out a better experience for bring about a better experience for everybody whenever we um, think about those choices and think about the consequences of all of those. So, so the big, the, 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 one of the words that I, that I stress in, in the book is choice. And it's kind of a, what comes first, you know, do, do choices make motivated students or do um, motivated students make better choices? So it's, it's one of those that is, is near and dear to my heart. Um, but I've had, I've had some great experience with student choice. And then I've had bag on stick and grass <laughs> and, and picking flies out of um out of windowsills for their entomology projects that are handing in last minute you know so so that's my um, that's my experience with that's my experience with with student choice oh well that is awesome well thanks for thanks for sharing and you know just in this very short time we've been connected i've done some some reading and all the great things you do if people want to learn more about your work where can where can they find you or connect with you um, I have a website that is variablesofeducation.com. Um, I've been able to do just a little bit of consultant work um, with, with different schools and different teachers. Um, it, it lists my experience with, you know, going to China and leading wow. teams of STEM, leading STEM teams in China um, and, and all of the different um, speaking opportunities that I've been able to have and stuff. And I've just been really, truly blessed with the connections I've made over the last um, five, six, seven years that have just seemed to open doors. Um, the discomfort that I speak of um, as being so important and vital um, has been something that I've experienced firsthand in my life that, you know, if you don't put yourself in the positions of, of some discomfort outside of your comfort zone, you don't open yourself up to the great things. So, you know, speaking to you right now is because of reaching out um, you know, being part of Code Breaker is because of stepping out of a comfort zone, writing a book, having the experiences of travel that I have has all been because I, you know, a while back realized that um, I was too comfortable with my comfort zone. Gotcha. And uh, I'll make sure to put that in, in the show notes and you're uh, on social media as well. Yeah, at, at Mr. Underscore Ladoon on Twitter. And just Chad Ladoon on Facebook. Um, those awesome. are about my only two that I that I that I keep up with right now. All right. Well, I will make sure to put all of that in the in the show notes for everybody listening. 
Uh, Chad, thanks for taking your time during your, your break. I'm glad you can get a break this week. That's awesome. Yeah. Make sure to maximize that between all the writing and schoolwork and everything that you're doing. Uh, truly appreciate you coming on and connecting. No, Matt, thank you so much for the opportunity. Awesome. Have a great day. All right. Thank you so much. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast brought to you by Anchor. Create, distribute, host your podcast 100% free at anchor.fm. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and review and share it with your friends. And remember, you don't have to be an educator to listen. Special thanks to Carl Hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project. Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor. And Christine Bravesi-Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast. And each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph, and this is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. <laughs>